Heidi fucking ho, boys. This is Dana DiLorenzo, a.k.a. Kelly Maxwell from Ash vs. Evil Dead. And you're listening to The Horror Returns. Download that shit, motherfucks. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? It is going. Good. Brian, you guys getting any uh, warm weather at all? Uh, Probably not warm to you guys, but warm to me. Yeah? Everything, everything's starting to melt, so. Oh, that's good. That's good. We're, get, we're getting uh, attacked by pollen up here in the yeah. Woodlands area, like yellow cars and fucking you know you move your windshield wipers when you turn your car on and there's fucking leaves and pollen and all kinds of shit <laughs> floating off uh, of them but uh my allergies have been going nuts so that makes sense oh yeah a lot of lot of that a lot of that going around um all right so um my, my wife was just gifted with a, a very nice big screen tv for her birthday from all the kids they got together and got her a big screen so awesome very very nice, very nice. Now we need an, ele- an electrician to mount it for us. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, y'all want to jump into Cool of the Week? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Man, I've got some shitty Cool of the Weeks. So I'm sorry. My wife is right. watching TV, and so I'm watching with her. Um, <laughs> we were watching... Uh, God damn it. It's it's that it's like that blind date show on Netflix that just came out. The Ultimatum. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. No. It's the follow it's the follow up to that other fucking horse shit that you had. Yeah, you had it's got like the same uh hosts and stuff. It's Nick Lachey. Ninety eight degrees fame. Oh for fuck's sake, man. I get sucked into them, man. They're interesting. Um yeah. that uh is it cake? You guys seen oh, that? actually, I kind of heard that was kind of interesting, man. Did, did, do you like it or is it just just boring? No, I like it. It's funny. Yeah, I've actually heard good things about it. Like, it's very surprising how much they yeah. can make a cake look like something that, like a bowling ball or something like that. Yeah, no, I saw like a, a tweet about it or something and it sounded funny. And so I was like, man, this looks stupid, but I guess I'll check it out. And, All right. uh, yeah, I was it, it kept my attention. <laughs> All right. So is that is that the cool of the week or is the Nick uh, Lachey the cool of the week? The real cool of the week, I think, is gonna be Moon Knight episode two. Ah, okay. Say nothing. Please say okay. nothing. All right. <laughs> it's I don't think it's as good as the first episode. It got maybe a little okay. bit corny, but uh, uh <laughs> I think it's still gonna be a good show. I have hope for it. Nice. All right, my cool of the week is easy, Brian. So I could I could wipe it right out. 
Because I know you get 12 Amityville movies, right? Oh, okay. All right. My cool of the week, guys, is, is, is it, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be my favorite film of the year. I made it to the theater for uh, every everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm, I nice. will say absolutely nothing about it. I don't want to give anything away. I will say that um, for an out for a two two hour and twenty two minute long movie, it's like almost a two and a half hour movie. It honestly felt like I was in and out of the theater in like an hour. That's how frenetic and and fast moving the film was. And there was always something going on. I was shocked with how much outstanding humor was in the movie. It it basically it was a straight up. Um, uh, you know, multiverse movie. It was a straight up sci-fi movie. It was a straight up kung fu movie. It was a straight up action movie, and it was a straight ahead comedy movie. Extremely well done, and one of the best written films that I've seen in 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 many many a year. Um, and I, I as have a I was telling, well, I was telling Kupka earlier, he said, "Should I go see it in the theater?" And I told him it was it's probably my favorite movie since uh, Midsommar. Wow. If it'll give you an idea how much I liked it. So um, I, I will give nothing away. But if you have a question, I will try my best to answer. Yeah, I just it, does it have a plot that makes sense? Makes perfect sense. Yes. Okay. Because it doesn't look like it does. Yeah. That was no, no, no. It, 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 to- <laughs> it, to- it totally does. Uh, okay. Everything. Um, it, it's 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 in it's in three acts. Right. OK, so it's chapter one, everything, chapter two, everywhere, chapter three, all at once. Um, so it's kind of done that way. Uh, it, it is an A24 film, but it never gets super pretentious. It's like always down to earth and it's very funny. Um, it's very heartwarming. And if you don't shed a tear, uh, a couple of times, then you probably don't have a heart because it's very heartwarming as well. So great movie. It's got everything it's got. I don't know what else to say. It's literally got everything. Cool. All right. It's me. Yep. All right. You know where we're going. We're going to Amityville. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Vibrator? Not, ha- haven't found that yet. So. Okay. <laughs> I bet you there is one. There is one. <laughs> yeah. There is an Amityville vibrator. Um, what was it? Amityville Exorcist. Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you the plot. Okay. And this is something that somebody actually wrote and filmed some a guy I, i'm assuming he's a carpenter or something worked at the amityville house is it is his name jesus no okay and he brings the leftover lumber back to his house okay. so now his house and his daughter are possessed <laughs> from the leftover lumber uh now i i can't too much reach i I can't really write your congressman i can't Uh, really fault this movie compared to the other ones because at least they tried to connect it even though it's the most ridiculous way did they okay yeah uh second amityville movie amityville clown house Isn't there a movie called Clown House? And wasn't it a ra- uh, a rapist that made the uh, movie? Yeah, we're not talking about that one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, a couple good spots I can say about this. They actually right. do include the Amityville house. 
Oh, the uh, literal house. They they filmed yeah. the actual house. Okay. Mark Patton that played Jesse in uh, Nightmare right on Elm Street Two. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he does a cameo in it, and there is a nice uh, head explosion from a shotgun that you get in the movie. I thought it was pretty cool. Other than that, I couldn't really pay attention to the movie because nothing really was going on. Well, right. As as with most. So. Amityville. Yikes. <laughs> Two more down, and okay. my cool of the week is basically the topic of tonight's show uh, new new wave french ext- ext- what is it? extremity extreme okay. or whatever i sure. kind of went down the rabbit hole because i i tried to i looked up online to see if there was a list like you know the top you know excluding the ones we're talking about and the ones i checked out was um one i've seen before i rewatched it high tension Oh, okay. yeah. Yep, that's not a bad one, actually. And then I watched Frontiers. Never heard of that one. It sounds which, familiar. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Which I recommend Frontier fully. Okay. And I checked out... This one was a hard watch, because it, it, it has a 10-plus minute rape scene. That's oh. very violent, and that's irreversible. Well, the French have their uh, own style, don't they? <laughs> Oh my god! And yeah. it's lots, it's lots not, of rape and lots of blood. It this yeah. scene this it's it's over ten minutes and it's it's brutal. It's he's beating her at the same time and yeah. Well, again, you see in the you see <laughs> in the back because they're in one of those um kind of tunnels that you know you you cross through you know to to get to another street or something. Yeah, like and in the background, yeah, in the background you can see people. Walking into the tunnel and seeing what's going on, and you think they're going to help, but they just turn around and go the other way. Uh, so that one's I I recommend it, but mm-hmm. if you're if that kind of stuff is kind of hard to watch, then you might want to pass on that one. Well, that's I seems to be what the French horror thing is. It's like Italian right. horror, but more uncomfortable. Yeah. And they <laughs> and, and then, they say they say Americans are bad at not helping their neighbors <laughs> out. Shit. <laughs> And then I watched uh, the last one I watched um, is called Them, which is supposed to be based off a true story. Okay, where I think I've the seen that one. I can't remember where the a couple in like a I don't know if they're on vacation or they just live in the country somewhere away from everybody, and then they start being harassed and terrorized by someone, which they do a real ah, good job of not okay. really showing you I until the very end. One. Yeah. And you don't see who's doing it until the very end. The most you get is like kind of hooded figures or in the shadows with, you know, they're carrying flashlights. And then at the end, you see who it is and you're just not really expecting who it was going to be. And okay. And it's pretty crazy that it was based off of uh, an actual incident that happened. So I think, uh, I, I believe all these are streaming on Amazon. Okay. So, all right. Definitely, if you're not the faint of heart with, like I said, rape and extreme violence and bloody gore, which some of these had, then sure, check, check out New French Extremity. I, I think I feel like okay. I'm saying that wrong. No, that sounds no, that sounds right. Yeah, French. You have to extremity. say it in French. So, uh, <laughs> extremity. <laughs> <laughs> oui, oui, extremity. 
So, I took uh, two classes we, in high school. I could not tell you. <laughs> yeah. So all I remember is uh, Lach, faites attention, faites attention. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked up to see if it's if they still do it because a lot of these uh, films came out a while ago, and I guess they're saying like um, Raw and Titan would kind of go into that. Yeah. I feel like they do. Well, I mean, and and Raw wasn't really as extreme as people made it out to be. No, they were bored out of their mind with that. I I feel like those movies are like the A24 of French extremity. Right. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, you know, that very bloody, raw, real look to it that the French movies seem to have. Well, that one, was it called Revenge? The one we watched a couple oh, yeah, of years ago? That, that, that one was, oh, that was fucking really, awesome. That, yes. one, that was a really good movie. That was on one of the lists, too. Okay. Yeah. So, and so it has some of, uncomfortable scenes. Yeah, and lots of blood. Yeah. <laughs> so out, out of all of these, Brian, what was the what was the cool of the week? Which gets the crown? Irreversible? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Irreversible was... That's one of the kind of themes that kind of turned me away from movies. Yeah. Like, a little too if much. You're gonna, if you're going to have it in the movie, there better be uh, somebody better get their comeuppance at the end. Oh, I've no. Seen, oh. I've seen movies where yeah. the person kind of got away and I was just kind of bummed. Um, yeah. I'm going to go Frontiers. That one. Frontiers. Yeah. All right. Cool of the week. Frontiers. All right. Uh, is that that one is That one's a crazy one. Uh, young teenagers rob a bank or something. They go hide out at a. It's kind of like a hotel out in the middle of nowhere, and the people there are Nazis. So. Oh. We're on video. That part's not going on YouTube. <laughs> no. uh, that would have lived on forever on the internet. <laughs> But yeah, that one was. Uh, you already hate me enough, one. man. <laughs> and it it proves the point that uh, Nazis make uh, great villains. Great villains, they sure. do, of course. Sure, it's the ultimate villain. Oh, speaking of which, uh, we're rewatching all the the Marvel movies. We watched uh, Captain America: The First Avenger this week. That's a good mm. one. Ooh, that is a great one. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Nazis, I, I, I always heard they were into some weird shit, man. And they talk yep. about them a lot oh, in yeah. the UFO community. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Not to, mention, <laughs> not to mention the, the Lost Ark of the Covenant, right? Yeah. Well, wasn't, uh, wasn't Hitler, like, fascinated with, like, the occults and stuff absolutely. like that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, factual, they definitely were into some weird shit. Whether it was UFOs or not, I don't know, but... Sure. Like that's, that's what they say from relatively credible sources. I don't know if it's proven true or not, but <laughs> it's creepy. Sound sounds sounds believable to me. Um, so Brian, you got any uh, horror headlines for us this week? Yeah, probably not. No, it's been a <laughs> no, no release anything. Okay, we got summer uh, blockbusters coming out soon. Oh yeah, yeah it's that time. Uh, Lock and Key on Netflix uh, gets the third season, and it will be the series finale, final yeah. season. I forgot about that show. Is it still on? Yeah. Never seen an episode. Yeah. 
show that I really did like when it was on uh, Black um, Orphan Black. Oh yeah, the I've heard good things. I haven't watched it. Uh, the main actress that plays all the clones in it, uh, Tatiana Mislani, she's uh, She Hulk now. So. Oh okay. okay. And she, I remember she was up for before Daisy really got the role of Ray. She was up for it. So. Good oh. Actress. But they she are doing pretty swole. No, that's gonna be CGI. So. Oh man. Well, I know. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, AMC Plus has greenlit a sequel series titled Orphan Black Echoes. So, I don't. I never watched the the final season. It, it just kind of slipped away. So I'm not sure if it's actors are coming back for it or it's just a whole new story. But okay. She did a great job. She played many different personalities because she was there was like ten clones of her. Okay. Why not? Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, Negan is going to star in the evil ventriloquist doll horror film called Felix, where he plays Negan. <laughs> I still like him. <laughs> I'll watch it. Uh, Lance, uh, going back to a discussion we had, I believe, uh, when Darian was on here, uh, The Crow. Yeah. Been revived. Yet again. <laughs> Yet crow, again. The Crow I've been hearing again. that. Is that real this time? It seems to be moving forward. They have cast Bill Skarsgård, who was Pennywise. <laughs> which I... I kind of see it if they're going to go for like a darker, more moody because he he plays creepy. Right. Yeah, I guess that's true. The Brandon Lee one was more like an action movie. Yeah. This one, you could go more horror, more dark and depressing. And um, I'm familiar with her work, her, her music. I've heard some of her music. I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce her name. FKA Twigs. Have you guys heard of R&B singer? No. <laughs> he, he, not my alley, drops man, some, Sorry. Drop some knowledge <laughs> on me there, man. Uh, she is also cast as, I'm assuming she's the the female lead that, if you've seen The Crow, dies, and right? which causes him oh. to get revenge. So. <laughs> I did. I did look. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I have movies, you know. But uh, I did look her up. She was the one that uh, I don't have to say allegedly, but because it's been proven, the one Shia LaBeouf abused. Oh. When he had to basically wow. apologize and tried to say he wasn't in the right state of mind. Hmm. That guy's fucking crazy. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say that's not good. So. Oh, I don't want to end it off that. So let me yeah. see. <laughs> come on, come on, Shia. Don't do us like that, man. Uh, shit. We might have to end it on that. I don't see any. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh... well, before long, where's Shia LaBeouf going to be living? He's going to be let down in the trailer park, Philip. Brian's going to bring us the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. What's our first new trailer tonight? Uh, We're going to go with the HBO series The Baby. 
<laughs> okay. This like is being. Really, they're really is, running out of ideas, huh? This is being billed as a horror comedy. Oh, okay. This follows <laughs> Natasha, who is furious with her closest friends are having babies, but when. I'm sorry, but when she unexpectedly unexpectedly landed with a baby of her own, her life dramatically implodes and twists her life into a surreal horror show. Okay. I didn't see this one. Sorry, guys. I didn't watch these trailers. Boom. Y'all are, y'all are on your own. I like the tagline. It says, a little terror, the baby. I'm into it because I think it's a limited series, so it's All not right. going to be stretched out. Right. Um, it looks strange as hell. I do like a good comedy horror. Right. And I just want to know because there's a, she, a, a baby actually lands in her hands. Out of the sky. <laughs> so, and they don't really show the baby doing evil shit. Right. In the trailer, they just allude to the the baby maybe causing some stuff but then again it might be this lady thinking uh, okay maybe she didn't really want to be a mother she's just right seeing everybody else have a baby and yeah but there's like other people talking to her about it yeah true so like maybe they see it too i don't know man yeah it does look pretty yeah. interesting i'm not mad at this one yeah i i think the 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 strangeness of it kind of draws yeah. me to it I'm gonna, I'll probably wait till it's done so I can binge it because I'm not. This seems like one of those I'd get frustrated with the once a week thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, is actually probably a pretty good sign of a good show. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This one comes out April 24th. So uh, this month. Okay. And the last one. Sorry, guys. Got to pull it up here. On the Trail of UFOs, Night Visitors. Uh, Philip. Documentary. Philip, take it away. <laughs> oh, oh, man. This is, this is your area. <laughs> I thought you were just posting that clip. I didn't actually watch that one. I'm sorry. Oh, no. No, Philip. <laughs> God damn it. But, yes, if it's, a, if, it's a, if it's a UFO and alien documentary, I am yeah. definitely watching totally it. Totally in. Yeah, yeah. I look, listen, some of that stuff they throw at you is unproven and, you know, right. speculation. Some of it's not. Okay. Uh, let me pull, a lot up of the, pull up the synopsis. <laughs> Cryptid filmmaker Seth Breedlove Seth, and paranormal, <laughs> paranormal researcher Shannon LeGrow continue their search for the truth behind the enigma of unidentified flying objects, delving into subjects of the Mothman, Flatwoods Monster, Hollow Earth, okay. Intrid, Cold, and Eyewitness Encounters. Well, they're they're taking it all on, huh? It's not just UFOs. They're talking about everything. Are they, I'll watch are they that. Covered? I haven't... I know of the Hollow Earth thing. I haven't looked right? into that one at all. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard of it. Like dinosaurs inside the Earth or what? Oh, yeah, like, is that, I don't Godzilla, know. I mean, I guess, like Godzilla versus Kong? Yeah, like Godzilla. I, I guess that's what it is. I don't know. I haven't looked into it at all. But that that's a fun one to look into. I, I like watching that flat earth shit, man. It's funny. Oh, why not? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe it at all, but <laughs> it's fun to watch, you know, what some people think. And sometimes it goes way too far. 
So th- so this is a series then, not a not a movie then. Uh, it says documentary. Okay, and it's coming on streaming or we're Let not me sure. Check yet. right here because it's saying it's on Tubi. Yeah. Right oh, now. Tubi. Well, that's all all we need to know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel Go like ahead, I probably uh, come across that one and I didn't click on it because it was Hollow Earth because I was really into the alien thing and right. looking at UFO stuff and I was like, man. If we're talking about shit that's not serious, I don't want to like I want to watch some stuff that's talking about real UFO stuff. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I do Sorry. know that I do know that every time we mention Tubi now, we have to send point zero 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 one cent Australian to uh, Super Marcy. Tubi, Tubi, Tubi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is Thank streaming you, on Tubi <laughs> and Beat. There All you right. go. And also, they have another documentary about Bigfoot on here. All right. <laughs> you see? What? <laughs> That's where it's hard to watch those shows. <laughs> they actually have I know. I know. three documentaries on Bigfoot. Yeah. I mean, they're fun. I like to watch them. <laughs> what was the What was the Bobcat Goldthwait directed movie about Bigfoot? <sighs> Willow Creek. Uh, yeah, Willow Creek. <laughs> That was actually pretty decent. Yeah, he's he's a pretty he's a pretty good director. Yeah, man, I uh, wish I could do a Bobcat Goldthwait right now. <laughs> he can't even do it now. He can't. Oh, I, I was watching something and he yeah. they were asking him about the 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 voice and all that that he used to do, and he right. said like he. He hasn't done it so long that it, it's almost hard for him to do to the point where he can't really do it because he kind of he tried to get away from all that. Voice pretty good. <laughs> well, I remember we had Bobcat Goldthwait, and then you guys remember? Do you guys remember Emo Phillips? Vaguely. Yeah, look up, look up, name. yeah, look up Emo Phillips. He always talked like this. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, and then of course you had Sam Kennison. Yeah, I fuck us, I'm Kennison. You fucking bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> you guys know that he he was like a preacher or something before. I heard, I had heard and that. And then yeah. he had he had, he an, had accident. an accident, right? Yeah, that and then he yeah. became the Sam Kennison we know. Roseanne yes. too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was like super. Like I think she was into math and all kinds of shit. Yeah, and then she got like hit by a car or something. Jesus Christ. And turned her super impulsive, which made her really funny. Right? Oh, I know this guy. This is Emo Phillips. Emo Phillips, yeah. He's uh he he was a trip during his day. All right. Are we gonna end the trailer park on Emo Phillips? Oh, but speaking of Seth Rogan, now that you said yep. it, uh, I got a thing to add to Cool of the Week. I, I did watch Pam and Tommy. Oh, was that it show? Good? Dude, was it's good? really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't from... excited about watching it at all, and then I got into it, and I couldn't stop right? watching it. The guy from Fresh was playing Tommy, right? Yeah. Uh, Bucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah Bucky. Bucky Barnes, that's right. Yeah, Bucky was playing Tommy Lee, which is hard to accept at first, and even towards the end, right? he still looks weird because he doesn't look like Tommy Lee at all. But uh, okay. Okay. The chick that did uh, Pamela Anderson, she nailed it. Pamela Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, nice. she looked just like her. Yeah. It was great. And it right. was more right. about the controversy behind the video getting out 
than it was about just Pam and Tommy, you know? Okay. So I, it was it, it, it was interesting, and each episode kind of right. covers a different person's point of view. Oh, cool. Yeah, I might I might check it out. It's on Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Hulu, yeah. I was waiting on it because I didn't hear Stephen Loblad say anything about it, and he's yeah. a big Motley Crue fan. Yeah. Big time. So I'm yeah. trying to figure if he wasn't watching it or saying anything about uh, it. I, I think I messaged him and he said it sucked. <laughs> so uh, there you go. <laughs> well, no, I, like it wasn't bad. I'm sure Tommy Lee right. probably is the asshole they made him out to be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe that offended, maybe that offended low blab. But then they, sh- <laughs> they kind of show his perspective too. There's even right. sort of a uh, half-ass Motley Crue cameo in there. Really? Uh, yeah, where they've got like different people playing Vince Neil and Nikki Six and stuff. Okay, right. And uh, I, they're only in there for a minute, but uh, it was sure. It was kind of cool to see uh, because I'm I'm a big Motley Crue fan too. So. Okay, <laughs> cool. Was it like that uh, decline of Western civilization part two, the Metal Years documentary, where they were all riding in the back of a of a limo that had a hot tub in the limo <laughs> up and down Hollywood Boulevard? Y'all seen that? <laughs> Uh, I, I've seen the <laughs> clips from that. Uh, no, it's not like that at all. It's mostly about the relationship. All right. And then really the main character is Seth Rogen. Uh, no he's shit. That stole the tape. And he was a contractor oh, that got fucked over okay. by Tommy Lee. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. I don't know. It, it was a cool story. Uh, Nick Worth Offerman is in Worth it. the watch, then. Worth yeah. the watch. Offerman? Who yeah. the hell does he play? He plays uh, like a porn director or something. And he was he was like the mastermind <laughs> right. behind the distribution to, of the tape. Yeah, just di- distribute it and make money off of it, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. I mean, Nick Offerman is a porn producer. How can you not right. watch that? And Bucky is. Oh yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> right, yeah. Got to check that one out. And then I think the girl that played uh, Pamela Anderson, uh, my wife tells me she played Cinderella at some mm-hmm. point. The live-action Cinderella so for Disney. That. Yeah. Ah, okay, so Lily James? Yeah, Lance, she okay, was right? the baby driver, the girl in the, yeah, the cafe. Yeah, I, I think that's her name. I think oh. Lily James is her name. I could be wrong, but, you know, someone will correct me. Yeah, she yeah. went from Cinderella to Pam Anderson. Right. Yeah, <laughs> with, like, well, big hey. scenes and everything. Really? Uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm sold now. And <laughs> I get to the queue here. And how? It, but she totally kills it, man. She pulls it yeah. off. She does really well. Looks and looks and acts just like her, huh? Yeah. Bring some heart to it, you know. Added it to the list. <laughs> All right, Brian. What do you think about the UFO thing? I'll check it out. You know, I'm yeah. I'm interested. You know, I I don't know shit about anything, so I, I I don't really go with people saying, you know, oh it's fake or whatever. Like, where's your proof that it's not real? You know. Sure, sure. Like all that stuff, I think is interesting. The even the Bigfoot stuff, because we don't know. I'm sure the the people That's that true. actually the people that actually found Bigfoot probably got killed by Bigfoot. That's why no one ever really... <laughs> got got eaten. <laughs> so they I mean, I would have figured there'd be some remains right. or something, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems to decompose in the jungle. I mean, we used to have dinosaurs, <laughs> so we have to have something yeah. somewhere. That's true. 
decomposing the jungle. Fucking alligators <laughs> alone. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Weird enough. <laughs> but I'm I'm into it. I, especially I didn't even know it was out yet, but it's, now it's right. to be. All right. More money. More money we're giving away. We might as well check it out. It's free, right? Well, if it's on Tubi, I'll watch it because Tubi is free. Right? Not for us because I keep saying it, but, you know. <laughs> how, how long oh, yeah. do you guys think uh, before they, they have a paid tier on there? I don't know. I mean, they haven't yet. I mean, what's funny is that a lot of the times, and I've noticed this, too, when I listen to uh, uh, the Super Network when they when they do their Tubi Tuesday show. I've noticed a lot of the time they'll say, holy fucking shit, it's the same goddamn douche commercial. <laughs> it's been the, for the th- <laughs> third time in a row. It's like, so they can't be getting, they can't be selling that many ads, right? If they're uh, showing the same commercial every fucking break, I, right? Uh, on mine, I don't get the same commercial. The only thing yeah. that makes me mad okay. is there's like 10 minutes left of the movie and they'll cut to a commercial. I know. They do that like they every always time. always do yeah. that. Every fucking time, dude. But I mean, right. I, can't be yeah. a bad business model. I mean, how many yeah. millions of subscribers do they have? And yeah. right, you, YouTube's doing, doing ads from you, YouTube's movies. doing it now. Yeah, are they from they movies should. that they probably are are super cheap to get? Mm-hmm. Another good one is uh, IMDb TV. They're yeah, basically. They, oh, like they to, kill. They kill you. I with know about that. Stuff. A couple of times I've seen IMDb TV movies. It's like fuck this shit. It's like yeah. more more commercials than movies. If I wanted this, I'd just go to go back to network TV again. Yeah, that's the problem with Hulu. And the Two. commercials are like three times as loud as a fucking yeah. movie. <laughs> that's why Hulu Hulu is definitely worth paying for the commercial free version. Yeah. For... Well, all right. We're stealing it from my FBI sister in law at the moment. Whatever works. <laughs> Is it feedback time? Yep. Feedback. All right. Uh, this week for the podcast spotlight, we shine on uh, spoils of horror. Stephen and Leo set out to, on, on a blood-soaked gamble to make uh, each other watch horror movies and share nightmares they see. No reviews, just horror movie hangouts inviting you to crack jokes and share the love of horror uh, that's classic, gory, lost, and bizarre. Um, episodes release on Wednesday. Check it out. This sounds week's, like fun, actually. This that week's episode cool. was Blackula. Oh, Spo- nice. Spoils of horror? So what, <laughs> yeah. what, do they, what do they do? Just bullshit? Sitting around yeah. the bullshit. They don't give it a review or a rating or yeah, they, like yeah. that, huh? They, they review it. They talk Do about they? the movie. Well, I mean, okay. they say it's not a review, but I mean, talking about right? the movie. I well, tell people I don't. I'm not a reviewer. Yeah. I just fucking bullshit. Yeah, make fun of it. That's the yeah. best part. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Spoils of horror, like the spoils of war. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Um, and, uh, we have a post from a t-shirt recipient, Tavares Ellis. All right! Yeah, the Man finally. the legend. People really do win. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he posted it to our Facebook group, so check that out. Uh, it says, uh, winning the Horror Returns t-shirt contest definitely came in, uh, a much needed, um, 
Uh, much needed to me since my Houston Texans and Houston Rockets have been have losing seasons. Uh, but thank you, Lance, Brian, Kevin, and Philip. You guys, <sighs> the Rockets, the Rockets. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, and the Texans have got more problems than I know what to do with. Oh yeah, no shit. Yeah, I, mess <laughs> I think them. I think the Rockets are going to re- rebuild way before the Texans do. Yeah, but I try to like them, but I'm also. True Blue Cowboys. <laughs> yep. Well, it is what it is. All right. And uh, regarding the new 4K Collector's Edition of Candyman, uh, Jordan Skipper Jr. Uh, gives us an awesome gift of the OG Candyman. Check that out. It's on the Facebook group, too. Nope. Really, nope. what I'm telling you in this feedback is to go check out the Facebook group. Yeah, <laughs> yep, that's pretty much it. Because <laughs> it's awesome and those guys are hilarious. Um, regarding Anthony Perkins, uh, such a perfect casting for Norman Bates. Uh, is there anything else he's done that's worth checking out? Uh, an answer is, uh, Olia provided a link to a 1962 Perkins film called The Trial, directed by Orson Welles. Hmm. Oh. oh, wow. Okay. I've never even heard of that. Ah, some, uh, definitely got, got some, uh... <laughs> That's a couple of professionals between yeah, Orson no Welles and Anthony Perkins, for sure. Heavy Street hitters. Fred. I'll watch that. Yeah, check it out. I wonder if it's on Tubi. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm looking right now. It, what's it called? The Trial? The Trial, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, it's got to be worth the watch, man. Uh, and Zim Vader says, uh, what did you guys think of The Stand? Uh, the original ninety ones, uh, the original nineties one with Gary Sinise. I always thought it was the best King movie, but I don't know what the general thoughts are of the horror community. Ooh, the nineties uh, one. What do you think, Lance? You're our Stephen King expert. I don't know if it was the best King King movie. Is he saying it's the best King movie of all time, like more than The Shining or? I mean, is he just flat out saying it is the best King movie or the best King? miniseries because there's a difference right yeah well what Um, about miniseries is there is there well it was a miniseries right i mean i i loved it i I love i love the the miniseries for the stand but the stand is is my favorite novel of all time from any writer and i've you know i've I've read the book several times i I reread it um just because there was a new you know new miniseries of the stand coming out which a lot of people fucking hated, but I loved. <laughs> so, yeah, all things stand, I'm I'm in. So I, I may not be too far off from you there, Zam. I, as far as actual Stephen King movies, um, obviously we can't forget the the wonderful remake of. Um, <laughs> well, well, I don't know if you cemetery. can put new stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. All kidding aside, the the shine the shining was the shining was a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, but Salem's Lot, oh yeah, Shawshank, uh, Green Mile, yeah, Green Mile was amazing. Um, misery, stand, stand by me, yeah, Misery. I guess Misery yeah. would, would win that one for me. That would that would probably be my favorite favorite King King film of all time. But yeah, 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 it, it's a great miniseries, and and a lot of it was because it stuck close so close to the book. So I think that's probably what Zim's referring to, is that it was uh, it was very very close to the book, especially in 
in a lot of in a lot of scenes. So, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely up there. See, and I've never gone back and watched this since the 90s, but in the 90s, I mean, I guess I was relatively young, but I the stand didn't do it for me, man. I thought it was cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah have you have you read the book? No. Yeah, see, that might make a difference. I mean, yeah. nothing will ever compare to the book for me, but right. I, I well, was, happy. I was happy. Well, I was happy with both miniseries. Now, let's talk about what he did or what, you know, these motherfuckers that got a hold of it did with the Dark Tower, right? So <clears throat> the Dark Tower is like a series of like 10 books that, that like each book could easily be a miniseries, right? Mm-hmm. So it could have easily been like a, say, a 10-season you know, six episode per season um, series, right? And still not touched on everything in the book. And to try to fucking cram it into a goddamn hour and 48 minute movie with fucking McConaughey playing the dark man is just. You got to leave out a lot of important It it, 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 it was a slap in the face, man. Yeah, it really was. But Mm. uh, there's been some good king, and as we also talked about last week, there's been some bad king. So, I, I would put, I would put, definitely put the stand on the on the the good the good the good end of the spectrum, for sure. Okay. All right, and uh, in case you didn't know, Christopher Walken had a birthday. Um, All right. Yeah. Like, I don't know how the fuck old he is. 153. I don't know. Something uh, like that. Lyle Huckins says, uh, happy birthday. All right. Real quick, the trial is on the peacock. It's on the cock. There you go. It's on the cock. (laughs) Got the cock. All right. (laughs) All right. Regarding blood support. You got you got it. You got to read it, Philip. (laughs) All feedback. Look, number one, we have an E rating. That means explicit, okay? Yeah. The, you never this, know what this, you're gonna hear, and I love this. <laughs> I I I have some questions about this next. <laughs> I know. I can't, I, do too. I can't wait. We got it. We got to talk about this. And Al, I know you're listening, so All you right. can you can chime in again and 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 help us out with what we didn't quite understand of what you were getting at. But uh, so this is, I swear to God, what it says. I'm not. It's not because I'm drunk. <laughs> Uh, re- regarding blood sport, Al Ramsour says, uh, I'll suck her pussy that my girl Rihanna. I seen her in prison. <laughs> I, I'm not disagreeing with him. Was, First of all, if we're you talking saw about Rihanna, Rihanna. In, in, in prison? <laughs> well, I, I, think it says, I think it says in person. Oh, in person. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> okay, well, that part was I, I did fuck that up, but <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's redo our statement. I'll right. suck her pussy. That my girl Rihanna. <laughs> I seen her in person. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, is she in Bloodsport? <laughs> I don't think she was even born when Bloodsport came out. I doubt it. <laughs> so, what are we getting at? Now, was there a remake Be of back. Bloodsport? Or, uh... <laughs> I know there was a Bloodsport too, but I don't even know if she was born when that came out. I I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure she wasn't think, in it. <laughs> do you think, hey, do, do you guys think that Al just kind of drunk messaged her <laughs> Facebook group that night or what? Because God knows I've done that before. 
probably a mistake. Yeah, which... <laughs> the, I don't. I don't think this was supposed to be posted on uh, posting about blood sport. So, <laughs> well, which means we probably shouldn't be reading it here, but it's funny, so we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, hey, great. We we hey we did ask guys in all defense for Al Ramzer, our man. We did ask for more feedback. <laughs> well, thank last you week. for the feedback, man. <laughs> hey, I can't blame you. Donna's very pretty. I have not seen her in person. <laughs> and and she's a billionaire now. Ah, uh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh shit! Wow. Offer, okay. uh, I think cosmetics and clothing line. Huh. Well, yeah. I will do that. Uh, I will rub her feet. I will go shopping for her. I will carry her bags. <laughs> the list goes on, gentlemen. If she's a billionaire, well, definitely not Chris Brown. Her. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> or or uh, Shia LaBeouf, right? Hey. <laughs> uh, but of course, we always love uh, Al because uh, on post <laughs> on posting of our next episode, he sent a gift for uh, Bam. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, Al, maybe you can explain the Rihanna thing. Please so do. Please we'll do, post Al. that next or week. Come, or come on the show, man. Come on yeah. the show. We've got, uh, <laughs> we always have spots for guests when, when it's just the three of us. It, it's not boring. We always have fun, but it's always, it's always good when we get a, a guest. So, there you go. And I'm curious on your view of Rihanna. Well, um, we know his view on Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh again though we do need some more feedback so uh even if you got some crazy shit like al uh send it in brian we got a contest going i'm working on something yeah yeah something coming soon a contest don't call it a contest don't call it a contest hey people really do win Tavares just got his shirt that's true he's got an awesome picture of it you should go check it out uh, and of course, our show intro comes from Steve Carlton of the League of Geeks, and our artwork is from Natsulani. Check her out on Instagram. And if you'd like to help us out, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. I'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount, and for five dollars or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Uh, and if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple Podcast review. We would love that. It helps us out. Uh, and on to our featured attractions. French whore, ladies and gentlemen. French whores? What? French yeah. whores. <laughs> Whatever. Close enough. Uh, we're going to check out Inside and Martyrs. Uh, we're going to start with Inside uh, from 2007. Uh, French got subtitles and everything, but go check that one out. Uh, four months after the death of her husband, a woman on the brink of motherhood is tormented in her home by a strange woman who wants her unborn baby. Uh, yeah, that pretty much describes it. Uh, directors, uh, directors and writers are Alexandre Bustillo. And Julianne Murray. Uh, the movie was shot in chronological order. In the scene where the three policemen check on Sarah, you can see that the house number is 666. 
Well, that's not good. Is this a cult movie? <laughs> what do you think, Brian? I, I loved it. It's a uh, it's a great little horror thriller. It's very depressing. It yeah. starts out depressing. I mean, we get it. We get a car accident, killing killing the husband, and she she has the to go CGI on. CGI windshield wipers. Yeah, the, <laughs> I, I forgave the CGI windshield wipers and the CGI baby just for what we get later. And this um, that's true. Antagonist, uh, I think she's called the La Femme. That's that's all she's uh, credited as. Oh, okay. Man, she did a fantastic job as playing the villain in this. Just Mm -hmm. you don't even get her her reasons right away. You know, it's just all action right here. She's determined to get this baby. I mean, just when you see her, she's very like mysterious but menacing at the same time. Because when she appears at the window and she's taking the pictures of her, Mm -hmm. uh, you still can't see her. You just see the the outline of her in the shadow. And then when, once you really get introduced to her is when she's sticking that scissors into her belly. Yeah. yeah. It, oh. it just lets you know what you're getting into right away. How uncomfortable is that scene? Man. <laughs> I grabbed my belly button. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I hate that shit. Yeah. Um, this, this movie is violent. It's a violent standoff, you know, between these two. Which you really wouldn't expect because most of the time the the mother, the pregnant woman, is locked in the bathroom. Right. But a lot happens to her. And the other, I mean, there's fucked up scenes in here. The scene with her mother, her her mother coming up and she thought it was the lady. That's a tragedy. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, The fucking cops that apparently don't need to be cops i couldn't even tell they were cops they look like uh, neighborhood watch security or something. <laughs> teenagers right. from down the street yeah french cops french cops <laughs> defund the police huh they were banned <laughs> they had guns they had riot guns uh, they had they were so bad batons right and this one lady took them all out yeah I, there was a lot of it that was a little dumb, <laughs> yeah. far, far, far fetched. A little yeah. bit, you think? But I thought well, just bad yeah. decisions. I think moral right. to the story is if somebody like breaks into your house, right, and is trying to attack you, if you have them down, finish them off. Every freaking well, man. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> Zombie land. Got a double tap. Yeah. Double, double tap. tap. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly right. Make but sure I, the job's done. <laughs> I thought it was a straightforward story. Yeah. Uh, it was it was violent, uh, especially near the end. Uh, the scene that that was crazy for me was when she actually had to give birth, and she got to the point where she didn't want her baby to die, so she told the lady to cut cut the baby out. Yeah. And. Ooh. Yeah. That was a crazy ending to a fucking crazy movie. And just that shot of her, because the the lady gets she she gets burnt up, so she's just her face is just basically not there anymore. And just that shot of her in the rocking chair holding the baby, and that's how the movie ends. Is fucking new French extremities, fucking mm-hmm. depressing. And I, I it's gonna be fucked up. I did catch the remake. It sucks. It's Americanized really? remake. Is it really bad. 
it's they took this in they took the extreme it's the same story but they took the extreme elements out of it what uh, what do you mean it, it it just it feels tame i, I don't get it i mean how do you not uh, cut a baby out of a person. I mean, did they take that out altogether? Or? Oh, the the ending is completely different. Change. It's it's. More, oh, yeah. come on, dude. And then really? they and then and then they add. They try to add more to it that in the accident she also became. Partially oh deaf. no. She became what? I'm sorry. Part, partially deaf. Oh. So they tried to add that element of she can't what? really hear so good. I'm like, See, it it wasn't that extra thing wasn't sense. even needed. Yeah, no doubt. If the movie is good enough to make an American remake of, the American remake is not going to be as good as the original movie. Yeah, generally. generally. Yeah, like the only thing that comes close and all that. Yeah, is that uh, that vampire one? Okay. With the. uh, Oh yeah, let 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 the right one in. Let the right one in. Yeah, Yeah. those were those were both very good. Yeah. Yeah, this just seemed like what it's what you expect a watered down version of. Yeah. A, P- a PG-13 remake of an R-rated. Oh, come on, wow, that's that's a shame. That's a shame. But uh, original one, I loved. I loved it. The, the only knock was the Philip brought it up the the windshield okay. wiper scene and the the, <laughs> the CGI baby was. Well, sure. To, yeah, we all we all agree on that. That yeah. that was but, that wasn't that wasn't needed. That wasn't. Yeah, needed but at this all, was man. this this movie was made in 07, So yeah, right. and I think I think it was on a small budget too. Yeah, and so you have to give no. them a little caveat for that on the on the CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's probably really the only knock on this movie that I have aside from it's uh, like. It definitely kept my interest the whole time, um, yeah. but it was maybe a lot uncomfortable and crazy as hell. Mm. Like this movie was nuts. I didn't understand why it was happening, and I I would have liked to at least known that. Oh, they but, they, say, they say at the end. Do they? Yeah, she the lady well, was. I mean, they explain it all, of course. The lady uh, was brilliantly. The, in fact, she was in the other car that they hit. Oh right! Yeah, and she lost her baby. Yeah, she so lost she her wanted baby. she yeah. wanted hers. Yeah, I guess I don't know, man. It was, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I uh, uh, aside from it being totally insane, uh-huh. um, it was it was a really good movie. They had a lot of effects. There was right. blood like crazy, like a you know like an Italian horror film, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was but more raw. So, I mean, this is kind of the essential French horror thing, you know? And I, I I think that they definitely pulled that off. It was definitely worth a watch. I'm I'm glad I did. I mean, there's so many crazy scenes in here. I I just, one just popped in my head. The the guy that got shot with the riot gun in his face. Yeah. (laughs) The one that woke up, he's basically looking like a zombie. What was up with the zombie guy? He got shot in the face. And I think, I think he was blind. <laughs> and then it, it, it got crazy. <laughs> it got it got brutal after that because he started it got he started brutal, beating, right. he yeah. started beating her in her pregnant right. belly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> out of his mind at that point, huh? <laughs> but I think they may have went a little too far, making him look like he was a zombie. 
yeah. I mean, I get, I, I get didn't that. Make a lot of sense given the circumstances. Yeah, I, <laughs> I get he was supposed to be blinded right. and disor- disoriented. Sorry, but they just kind of made his face look like he had risen from the dead. <laughs> it's a, it's a brutal fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's Corey right. as hell. Right. Man, yeah, you're. Uh... Yeah, some of the things you guys have just talked about, y'all are gonna, y'all are gonna make it hard to to make the point I'm I'm trying to make here on this movie, because you're you're <laughs> you're pointing out some some stuff in that that was that was pretty fucking silly that did not need to be in there. So I hadn't really even put that much credence or thought that much about the zombie-esque looking guy, right, with the fucked up eyes, and he'd been now what made him blinded again? He got okay. shot in the face with they had they had a for some reason like they had a mace? riot a, like a base oh, or something like it that. It was one or? of those riot guns. Okay. And I think you know that shootout. I don't know, maybe a bean bag or yeah, yeah, yeah. bullets or something. You. Okay, he got I got shot way, point blank to the face. Okay, see that that kind of makes sense. So yeah, he was super disoriented, but yeah, was that was kind of a silly scene, right? That that part that part did almost kind of take me out of it. Um, it, yeah, as far as all the CGI of the baby inside of the, the stomach, you know, like at the very, very beginning when you thought it was the baby inside one character, but it was really come to find out later it was La Femme. It was, you know, flashing back to her being in that wreck and all that. Mm. Um, and then when it also showed scenes like when she the the our our protagonist was in trauma, traumatic situations, and it would show the baby inside of her, like, you know, moving around or none of that was necessary. Had that been taken out and had the bean, <laughs> the, the beanbag shot guy or whatever part been taken out, um, this film to me would have been pretty damn close to a masterpiece because I, I really think that the way that the tension built up in this film, I think I love the fact that she was in the, the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. And she sat down randomly next to that crazy nurse, right? Kind of like Nurse Ratchet there that was sitting there chain smoking. And they're like, oh, you know, you're not supposed to be smoking in here, right? And <laughs> she, she said something to him like, ah, oh, fuck you. Ah, yay, fuck you. Ah. <laughs> my, my French is so bad. Let me work on it. Hold on. Oh, wee wee. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And then she said in in French, uh, at least on the version I was watching, it said twat. Is that what you guys saw? (laughs) So basically she called her a cunt or whatever. Um, But or said, hey, you know, you silly bitch. You know, you're not supposed to be in here smoking. I'm fucking pregnant and other people in here are, too. You're definitely not supposed to be smoking in a hospital. Was yeah. that nurse the crazy lady that was trying to steal her baby? That, that was LaFemme, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I'm sure yeah. it was. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, anyway. She what, s- smoked cigarettes throughout the movie. Yeah. yeah. You know what? And I think that was I think that was a good I think that was a good build up. I think that scene was really uh, really cool. It built it built up a lot of anxiety. And then you get to the point where she's like, who do I count on? Do I count on my friend? Do I count on my mother? Do I count on this, you know, this guy that's supposed to drive me to the hospital when my water breaks and I need to, you know, go and deliver the baby or whatever? Mm -hmm. Because she had obviously lost her husband in a wreck. So she had been through that trauma. So through the whole movie, we're thinking, okay, she lost her husband. That was a very traumatic event. 
Um, and, you know, we make certain assumptions, and I think the movie played with us to make certain assumptions, not knowing that uh, La Femme was involved in that wreck, too, until the very, very end. And I think it was masterful the way that they finally brought that that part through. But I will say this. If you had taken out the, you know, the little <laughs> the beanbag guy guy, you're I gotta quit talking because <laughs> every time y'all say it, I or I think about it, I crack up now. But um, uh, let me put it this way: if they'd taken out the CG, the bad CGI, right, of the baby, and mm-hmm. just stuck just stuck to the goddamn story, and just kept it at at you know the the physical level of you know somebody being inside their house, this lady's trying to get in, she doesn't let her in. And by the way, there were serious shades of clockwork orange there, right? Where she was knocking on the door because it reminded me of that scene where the Alex and the Droogies show up at that door and they're knocking on the door and said, oh, excuse me, ma'am, please let me in. My car broke down just down the road. Won't mm-hmm. you let me use your telephone? You know, and I thought it was kind of, you know, they, they brought it to you know modern age with the fact that she says, well, don't you have a cell phone? And she says, oh, my battery died. Okay, that makes perfect sense. But then, of course, you know, she's like, well, there's other neighbors around. And then later you find out there aren't a whole lot of neighbors around because as they made a point, as the cops made a point later, there weren't a a whole lot of people, you know, I guess in town because it was Christmas Eve. They were elsewhere. They they changed that in the the remake. Did they? What did they do the remake on that? uh, In the original, uh, the guy that comes, her co-worker, that's supposed to give her a ride to the hospital the next day. Mm -hmm. Right. He is, I think he's still her co-worker, but he's also her neighbor. Ah, okay. And um, when he gets killed, I guess he makes a phone call back home. So she has to go next door and kill that person too oh. so they so they tried to up the body I'm count mad at that. yeah i'm not i'm not mad at that you know that that's i'll tell you what i would have rather them put that little scene in here than show the cgi baby mm. you know because i thought that was just silly but other than that i mean as far as the actual scenes of her being you know like i said the lady approaches her um she calls the cops because she says hey the cops are on their way get the fuck out of here the lady, you know, breaks the window, you know, with her head or whatever. So you obviously know she's crazy and then leaves. The cops show up and they're like, oh, well, we don't know where she is. There's no one nearby, but we'll come back and check up on you later tonight. And we'll yeah, call we, you a couple of times. Yeah, they send Neighborhood Watch. Yeah, Neighborhood Watch. <laughs> Absolutely. Neighborhood neighborhood Watch. Um, with the guy but, that's for a ride along. All they had was like. It's a fucking little armbands or whatever. <laughs> that was kind of weird, right? It was almost like I was trying to figure out who was the cop and who was the crook, right? Yeah. Because it yeah. was almost almost like the guy they had arrested was just as much of a schmuck as, as they were, it seemed yeah. like. They they weren't very profession, professional cops for sure. But um, I will say this. That part of the movie, okay, when La Femme gets into the house, right, and she chases her into the bathroom, and then you get these scenes like where she's putting her hand out because she can kind of cut through while the lady goes downstairs. She gets a chance to try to get out, and then like the scissors, and always when she's carrying the scissors around, that is so unsettling to me, mm-hmm. seeing those scissors, man. 
Um, and then I, I thought all oh, that was just fucking phenomenal. That was really, really well done. I loved all the blood in the bathroom. I loved the trauma that you could tell she was in. I loved the fear that they were creating. I thought her acting was phenomenal. You know, mm-hmm. the main the main uh, protagonist in the movie, she did a great job. I think I think LaFemme did a great job too. I loved that black dress that she was wearing. That was super creepy looking. Yeah. Um, I, I think the cops were just fucking imbeciles. I mean, how in the fuck do you have that many cops in there and every single one of them gets taken down by her? It's almost like there was something supernatural here. Yeah, right? I, I'm just kind of thinking now, joking about them being neighborhood watch. They, I think the cops really sent like a neighborhood watch group. It seemed like it, didn't because it? Because hey. maybe they didn't take her, her phone call or her saying that somebody's breaking maybe they didn't really take it too serious okay. so instead of definitely see instead that. of them coming back they sent like yeah. volunteers or something you know what and especially think about it on a christmas eve right because yeah. everybody's you know they're probably short-staffed and everybody's at home with their family having their christmas goose or whatever they have in france right um so yeah i i, I think it was um Again, it was a it was kind of a little thirty to forty five minute masterpiece of a film while she was in the bathroom. Um, leading up to that and the parts after that, maybe not so much. But I will tell you this: when it got to the point where she had those fucking scissors and she was literally cutting her open, and they did not pull the camera away a bit, that was goddamn fucking brutal. And I do appreciate the fact that in the very beginning, when she the LaFemme first started coming in and attacking her, she got her with those scissors <clears throat> on the cheek. Yeah. <clears throat> and through that, every scene, you, you just kind of saw the flap of skin yeah. that was open there. And that was just incredibly brutal. And then when she, scar. she got her neck and she had yeah. to use that tape. Oh, man. Great, great gore in this movie. I mean, yeah, there were parts of this movie that I really loved. There were a few parts that kind of took me out, but for the most part, guys, I was on board, man. This was, this was a pretty brutal, brutal film. And I I really enjoyed it. I think it was well done. I love the way that they wrapped it up at the end and, and made, uh, you know, they gave you a real reason for, for LaFemme, not only wanting a baby for herself because she lost one, but specifically going after this person because she saw her as being the, you know, the reason that she lost her baby. So great movie. Yeah. You know, it seems like it. adoption would be way easier than, you know, murder. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, then, then you wouldn't have had a French extreme horror movie, yeah, right? She, yeah. She's killing two, bir- or two birds with one stone. She yeah, gets, I guess so. She gets revenge and a baby. <laughs> but at the end, yeah. she loses her hair and her face so yeah i i enjoyed it i really did i uh i did not think i was gonna like that i thought the other movie i was gonna like a lot more from things that i've heard did i like it more than this one we're gonna find out but i really enjoyed this movie i did i really enjoyed inside okay you want to do scores yeah brian what Um, do you think um, I do have to, even though you can't knock it for the time, the, the 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 CGI animation and Lance, I can't believe you didn't bring up the CGI fire. 
Yeah, from, it was from the pretty, aerosol kit. It was bad. Yeah, um, was but bad. the but the makeup effects of the aftermath of that was amazing. So mm-hmm. that with the story and how brutal sure. it was, it, it, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. Wow, oh. nice score, man. Hmm. All right. Um, I think I'm gonna go. I think it deserves a seven. Yeah, not bad. I think, I, you know, I was probably a little harder on it than I should have been, but I was really just listing well, the cons and not so much the 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 pros because it does have a lot of pros. Yeah, it does, but it also has some some shit stuff in it, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but it's a brutal horror film. If you like brutal stuff, mm-hmm. this one is for you. Yeah, um, and that and that brings us around to my score, and I'm. Uh, the high man on the totem pole tonight. I'll I'll give it an eight. And nice. had this, yeah. Had we been doing the podcast when this film came out, or had this one been on our radar, it probably would have been in my top ten for that year because um, lots of great blood and gore. And I thought the I thought once you got down to just the visceral gore part of the movie, it was incredibly believable. Really good effects. Once it just stay away from the CGI bullshit, and I think you would have had an even higher score than this. But I think it, I think it deserved an eight just for what it did, and um, just for the fear that you know she was going through. And I think what got me and pushed me over the edge was when she was on the stairwell, and you got those scissors and that belly button, and you're yeah. cutting. Oh my God, that was just so visceral, and I was just like, you could. And it was depressing on top of that because she knew the baby was coming. (laughs) She said Mm -hmm. the baby was stuck. Mm -hmm. Yep. And she knew she was going to die, but she she wanted her baby to live. So she was just like, cut the cut the baby out. But it's one of those where I hated the ending, but it was Mm -hmm. also probably the best one that they could have done. Yeah, I I think so, man. It's pretty, pretty deep movie. I, I enjoyed it. All right. Let's move on to 2008 with Martyrs. There's an American remake of this one, too, right? Yeah, there is. Sucks. <laughs> oh, does it? Okay. I'm not going to go into it, but Brian, it, it's. <laughs> Brian, I had, it, to fuck, I had to fuck with you on Facebook, brother. Yeah. Because I know you watch all the every version of everything. And I said, uh, I thought we were watching the. the yeah. I, I like to get the, you know. <laughs> compare the movies and understandable yeah, again understandable. this is another one where they take them we'll get to the movie but they take a version right. of the movie and they kind of water it down oh, for the okay. american sure. i don't yeah i, I don't I, I understand get it. I why get it. they think that we can't handle the you can't violence. handle the truth <laughs> so yeah right. i'm not right. i'm not going to talk about that one but it sucked compared to all right. Okay. Well, I have some questions about that one, but first, we'll keep our eye on the ball on the French version, right? Uh, the plot of this one is a young woman's quest for revenge against the people who kidnapped and tormented her as a child leads her uh, and a friend who is also a victim of child abuse. Was she? Um, that, that, not by the same people. On a terrifying journey into uh, a living hell of depravity. Uh, director and writer is uh, Pascal Lagu- uh, Laguier. I don't know. Sorry. Sure. Um, 
Also known for Incident in a Ghost Land. Oh. Movie. Ah, we've seen that one. <laughs> and The Tall Man. I have not seen that movie. Oh, that had uh, Justin Justin Timberlake's wife in it, right? Really? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> uh, Pascal Laguia, Laguia <laughs> says uh, he, he stated that he was inspired by Hostel, uh, but instead of making a movie about suffering, he wanted to make a movie about pain. Um, Mylene Jamponio okay. and uh, Morjana Alois. 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 Actresses that played Lucy and Anna uh, both stated in, in an interview that they would never work with the director again. <laughs> I feel like he kind of kept Stanley. everybody in the moment of the movie constantly. Did he, did he did he Stanley Kubrick them? Yeah, <laughs> and probably. he probably did. Okay. Uh, Morjana Alois, uh, actress that played Anna. I love these French accents, man. Uh, broke three bones during the movie shoot <laughs> and had to stay fuck? in bed for six weeks. Holy well, that shit. Might, that might have something to do with it. Yeah, no shit. Director. Guy obviously doesn't know what he was doing. <laughs> or did he? Uh, mart- martyrs. <laughs> Brian, what do you think about this one? This movie's fantastic. This movie is depressing, sad, violent. I mean, just seeing what these girls went through when they was young and then to come back and one of them is being tormented. You know, her her manifestations of who she left behind have created right. like this what you don't you don't know it at first you think it's some paranormal thing going on where she's being haunted by some demon or something but mm-hmm. find out later it's just a manifestation of somebody she left behind escaping where she came from and then her when you when she gets the uh, revenge it is violent off top when she just immediately blasts that guy and at the very the beginning yeah. of the movie yeah. yeah, I was thinking, like, where is it going to go from here? If this is already all happening this early in the movie, what the fuck? Yeah, and the last half of the movie is fucking depressing and yeah, sad. Yeah. Um, her friend is now in her position. And then you come to find out the reason why these people are doing this, because they want to see what what it's like on the in the afterlife. So okay. they they believe yeah. they if they bring someone to to that extreme's pain mm-hmm. that they'll become a martyr and see and just the like stuff near death experience yeah exactly and the stuff they at the end that they put her through that final stage yeah where, where they flay her skin off her body oh wow yeah and uh, I don't know how to take the ending because yeah. they tell the main lady and she ends up killing herself and at one point I'm thinking she wants to go to the afterlife because she told her there was an afterlife but then part of me is kind of questioning that because she tells the guy on the other side of the door because she has locked herself in the room Mm -hmm. she tells him to keep uh, keep doubting or something so I don't know but like how did she mean it is the question like yeah Go ahead and keep on doubting, you dumbass. Yeah. I'm get there, <laughs> right. Or keep doubting because you're right. Yeah. So. Or you're wrong. Mm. Or, uh, you know. Yeah. It it leaves it very open to interpretation. 
But I thought this movie was just brutal throughout, you know, just her, her being punished at the end, beaten. Uh, God, dude, that was hard to watch. Yeah. Was, uh, I wanted yeah. to kick that guy's ass, man. That fucking asshole. <laughs> and it wasn't just him. It wasn't just him beating her. He was like yeah. playing with her, too. He, he would like stand out, stand out of the way and be like, go ahead. Try to run. <laughs> And then she would, and then he'd beat the shit out of her. Yeah, I was very frustrated watching that scene, dude. I had to break her first. Yeah. But I, I loved, going back to the earlier parts, how you thought right. the other girl, the one that was originally abused from these people, sure. you thought she was being haunted by some kind of demon entity, you know? Yeah, something I, I looked, natural. Yeah, but when you get the explanation for it, and then you see the scene of her cutting her own, like she's cutting all the way down her arms with razors. Yes. And you're like, oh, this is all in her head. And she thought that if she got re- revenge on all these people, this demon lady would go away. And I thought that mm-hmm. all that was was great. Yeah. And it was just sad, man. And the great performances throughout, because I... I don't know how sometimes people play these kind of characters, you know, because I'm yeah, sure be I'm tough. sure when you're done after this has to fuck you up for a while. I'm sure it did. Yeah. So great movie, though. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to agree with you, man. I love this movie. It was uh, it was it was very brutal and very hard to watch in some places. But uh, I thought the story was fantastic and it was just really well shot. And uh, they have one of those open to interpretation endings, which sure, I actually sure. really enjoy. If I have to like go back on Google and search for information about the film after I'm done watching it and I have the drive to do that, that I, it was a pretty goddamn interesting movie. And I did that. <clears throat> yeah, because I guess there, I, I, don't, I forgot what it was. The, the look she has at the end when she gets her skin yeah. taken off. I guess that look, uh, there's a word for it. It's kind of like being in ecstasy, kind of almost. Yeah, where they're yeah looking yeah. toward the heavens yeah. or whatever, She's like in the other the, the next thing. Yeah, yeah, like, get the me there world or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and that's crazy that they, they mentioned that they tried this on men, they tried it on children, but it works best on females. Yep, they did. And mention just that. just the fact that they they some a child may have went through. The, the filleting of the skate, all that stuff is just yeah. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, and even that first chick that she saved when she was down there and like all harnessed up and had like bolts through her head and stuff. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. guess. The, I mean, battle, I, although at that point it's probably time to call an ambulance, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, you I would guess, think so. I guess I, I think they said <laughs> in the in the movie. Oh. Go ahead. No, hope hopefully the amp- the ambulance drivers in France are better than the cops. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I think they said in the movie as you get closer to that stage that right, that, you know, seeing the afterlife. I, sure, I guess you sure. s- yeah. start to hallucinate things. Yeah, I can the, see that. The, the one that had the head thing bolted to her head. I guess her thing was seeing roaches or bugs all over her. That's why right. she was constantly like. Tearing at her own skin and yeah, and like slamming herself against the wall and stuff right before they shot her. Yeah, yeah, it was. uh, I mean, super brutal movie, and it it was one of those where it kind of kept you guessing the whole time, especially at the beginning. Okay, and so where you're always 
looking forward to the next scene to be like, what the fuck is going on, right? Mm-hmm. And when they wrap those up the way that they sort of did here, um, I mean, I think that they wrapped it up, but they still left it open. You know what I mean? Uh, but when they wrap it up like that in one nice, neat little story, uh, I love those because I like guessing through the whole movie, you know? And, uh, yeah, it was kind of depressing, and uh, but it hits hard. It's a deep mm-hmm. movie, you know? Lance, what did you think? Well, boys, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you guys liked it <laughs> because yeah, uh, I like this one for my no, dude. For for me, I could I could have withstood a much much more Americanized version of this film. I it, in for me, this one was a little too brutal, man. I I it was too much for me to take. It really was. It it made me sick to my stomach in several parts. Mm-hmm. Again, the scene where the guy was just beating the shit out of her and then like moving out of her way, like you fucking asshole. <laughs> I wanted a good old fashioned Jack Reacher or some kind of American hero to come in there and beat the shit out of this guy or fucking Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger to come in and blow him away with a machine gun or something. Mm-hmm. It was it was honestly pissing me off. This movie actually honestly bothered me. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good sign that it's a it's quite yeah, it's quite a piece of art. But uh, I do like the I do like the basic idea that they had that you've got this group of people that are kind of like an underground you know group that um, they live these normal lives where they have their their children sitting around the breakfast table eating cereal with them and you know doing normal things during the day and reading the newspaper and getting ready to go to their their nine to five job, but then. They have this depravity going on where they torture people and, mm-hmm. you know, try to get them to become, as they say, martyrs, like where they're it, closer to, closer to God or whatever. Yeah, not to cut you off, but I just wanted to add, they did a great job of kind of making you think that she had the wrong people. Right. Because they were so mm-hmm. just clean cut average family. Sure. Yeah, yeah first time, sure. Movie, you were like, is she just crazy? Yeah, yeah I, I even, thought that even, too. I thought even that her, too. Yeah, yeah. They even got her me. friend kept asking. She was like, "Are mm-hmm. you sure? Are you sure mm-hmm. that's right?" Them? Mm-hmm. And you don't know until she finds that that uh, doorway that goes underground, and then you're like, "Oh fuck, it is." Well, them. yep, mm-hmm. no shit. <laughs> All those little fucking locked doors and and little hatches, yeah. hatch, hatches, and like oh, that. Yeah, that may was, well it was brutal, may man. as well have been like two different movies. Mm-hmm. That first sure. half. Sure. With the reveal there where, holy Mm -hmm. shit, it's real. And that was super exciting and, uh, I mean, brutal, but nothing major. And then that second half. And it it made me think because when she goes down, she climbs down that ladder and she's in this whole area downstairs. It looked like kind of high tech, like there was monitors and all kinds of stuff. Like it's not just these people. Yeah. It's crazy group of Super it, elites doing this shit. Yeah, it yeah, made me okay. wonder if this is going on like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, and see, that's that's exactly my point, guys. Uh, I prefer the Americanized versions. Like, um, oh god, what was the one that we saw a couple of years ago where they had the games going on inside the office? And um, uh, Belco experiment. Yeah, Belco experiment. Uh, I I got vibes of of that. But see, I wanted more Belko experiment where it was just kind of straightforward and then you get your revenge and the good guys make it out. Then mm-hmm. this kind of, you know, super, super depressing 
bullshit. <laughs> uh, I mean, from the movies we're talking about, I don't, I don't think the good guy is supposed to be making it out of these movies. Well, these especially movies. not as a martyr. Uh, I yeah. Suppose. Yeah. Understandable. I, 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 we'll put it this way. I get it, and I, and I understand the artfulness of what they were doing here, and. Um, they definitely, at least with me, they pulled off what they were what they were going for because I I felt very hollow, very empty, and very depressed after watching it. But that's not what I go to the movies for. So <laughs> try try watching yeah. an entire week of these movies. <laughs> yeah, this one this one, guys, it's not gonna it's not gonna be as high up uh, as as Inside for me. But oh uh, my goodness, I, I like definitely it way better than Inside. Well, good, good. So I'm I'm waiting for scores here because um, I I see where you guys are getting are getting this from, but um, I don't know, man. Maybe this was just a little too much for me. Um, I'll jump in with scores. Uh, I'm gonna give it a nine. I I thought the acting was good, the story was good. Um, mm-hmm. There was a point in the movie where I thought maybe she could make it out, but then when she right, got her right. skin flayed off. Yeah, I just pulled little, the rug right out of me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Okay, movie, you, you got me." Yeah, you kind of you mm-hmm. kind of hit certain points in me that just kind of, and then just the the whole other story of the the uh, the previous girl, the girl that was there previously when she was younger, the the whole situation with her manifesting this this thing after her, thinking you know she had to go punish the people that tortured her to get rid of this demon and i thought that was incredibly sad that she you know went through that as a child you know just cutting yeah. herself and yeah that's bad so bad. yeah this is an easy nine uh yeah i I'm, I'm gonna agree with you i'm gonna give it a nine too uh i i thought this is one hell of a movie and the only reason i've never seen it is because it's in french mm-hmm. well i what would you give the american remake was it really bad <laughs> Be honest. Be honest. honest. Yeah, I'll say four or five around there. Uh, definitely, it, not it, it's hard hitting. It's not hard hitting. Sure, it's the same sure. with remakes. I like to see that they take the idea of the original and do some twist it up a little bit. Yeah. It's pretty much kind of like kind of like Pet Cemetery. No, um, <laughs> they kind of water it down, and okay. it, it, it it doesn't feel gritty. Like this one did, yeah. Yes, just kind of still a little cleaned up. If you guys get what I'm saying, yeah. Well, that's a French horror thing, gritty. there you have it. But yeah, no, I I I love this movie, man. It was damn depressing as hell, but yeah, it's kind of a must watch. Sure. Really amazed. I've never seen it before. I've heard of it, but so yeah, it was great. Let me, let me let me ask you guys this because there was another film that you guys both watched that I didn't. Um, I didn't catch it that week, uh, and it was I can't remember the name of it, but it was about a girl that was kidnapped and and like uh, maybe uh, put underground somewhere or they hid her away. I think it was the same. The we did that movie with John Cho. I think it was the same week as that one. Oh, you're talking about um, uh, Megan is missing. Megan is missing. Oh, you didn't watch that one? No, I, I, you, I still you, haven't. You, you don't. If you didn't watch it for a show, then okay. you don't need to watch it. So it's, how yeah. do you that guys com- how do y'all compare that to this? That would fit right in with 
it's not as gory. Okay. And but it's this, rough in different ways. Yeah, the 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 subject matter makes you feel like gross. Yeah. Okay. And it and it's it's something that is happening in real life. So in real life. Gotcha. So yeah. it yeah. And plus if you have daughters, yeah. You you may want to watch the movie to to be familiar with what goes on, but at the same time you you don't want to watch it cuz you don't want to think that could happen to anybody right. in particular, you know. Sure. One, one sure. of the worst rape scenes okay. I've ever seen in a movie. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Woo! All right, we'll see. The way you guys, okay, that was the first movie that came to mind when you guys were describing, you know, that one on that on that show, and then what what I just saw with this one. But uh, just (laughs) as like icky, but yeah, okay, in a different way. I'm in in a way that's a whole lot more tolerable. (laughs) I'm 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 very glad that you guys uh, got what they were throwing out there on this one and you guys uh, appreciated the art of this film but uh i i can't go higher than five man i'm mm-hmm. like right in the middle i kind of like there's parts of it, parts of it i enjoyed but there's parts of it that uh just drove me fucking insane where i wish that we had had just a good old-fashioned revenge um you know straightforward revenge rather than the revenge that we got here which was revenge of cutting yourself in the arm and shit like that so um glad you guys enjoyed it but i mean uh, i love the ending too because it was it was a very mm open-ended thing but it fit right in this situation right because i mean mean, the whole point of them doing this was they didn't know you know and and so they were trying to see what that look into the afterlife was even mm-hmm. though it seems like if you believe in any sort of afterlife that maybe torturing people is not the best way to get there. <laughs> and and, and get in, a, get in a way, Lance, you, and you got your, you got, you did get your revenge. It just came super right. early in the movie. Cause she, sure. she killed yeah. two, who was her captor, you know, who, or maybe late, right. depending yeah. on how you look at the ending, how you look at it. Boy, you guys got a lot more out of this one. I, I, I definitely, uh, I wish I had gotten as much out of it as you guys did. I, uh, I, I've always wanted to see the movie. I mean, it's it's checked off the the list now. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a watch again in the future. I mean, it's obviously deep. There's a lot to it. I mean, hell, at the end, she might have not even seen anything and just told her sure. some yeah. bullshit. Yeah. I mean, well, we don't know. And or we, she could have said, "Yeah, it will. was an afterlife. You're not gonna fucking see it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All she, right. Yeah, well. she, like you, like yeah, Phil, like because. What she went through, she's definitely going. But what what you've done to me, you're you're def- you're not going. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. Well, glad you guys enjoyed it. Five on ten for me. So, uh, um, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Horror Returns. Uh, we would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail Check out our website thehorrorreturns.com and follow all of our social media links courtesy of Brian Um, if you like what you hear rate us and review us that is all we would ask although we will probably roll out a a contest at some point Um, now next week Brian what's going on next week man I put it off as long as I could but did you Lonnie Lonnie Longston Langston uh 
we're doing a commentary for it was a 1980s Forbidden Zone. I don't know and if it, I've ever seen that. It's a musical. Oh. It's oh. a musical. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I guarantee you, it is like no musical you have ever seen in your life. It is not what you're going to think it's going to be. I promise. Have either of you guys ever seen it? No. Uh, all the better. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we're going. It is the Richard Elfman classic film, Forbidden Zone. Um, and it, yes, it is a musical, so you guys can all sing along while you watch it with us. So, uh, Brian, until the horror returns again. Good night.